Welcome to Radio Beacon, the podcast of Beacon Communications. I'm Dan Kittredge, editor of the Cranston Herald. I'm recording solo here on this snowy afternoon on Friday, February 19th. I um, wanted to take a little bit of a, a different approach today, and it will be uh, a little more of a condensed uh, episode. But uh, um, to start off and, and frame it a bit, this morning I was over at the William Hall Library in the Edgewood section of Cranston. I don't, uh, it's been a while with the pandemic since these kind of events have been commonplace, but there was a group gathered at the library this morning, masked and socially distanced, um, there to celebrate the Cranston Public Library for winning the 2020 Jerry Klein Community Impact Prize. Now this prize is a partnership between the publication Library Journal and the Gerald Klein Family Foundation. Um, they, uh, this award was announced a few months ago. I, I wrote up a story for the Cranston Herald at the time that I would encourage you to go check out um, my background from then. Uh, Mr. Klein, is a, he's a California businessman, um, is involved in the tech sector, and uh, his family uh, foundation um, partner with Library Journal to create this prize. It's meant to recognize the role that libraries play in communities across the country as um, vital, you know, resources for for folks providing a range of services and and resources. You know, a lot of times we we think of libraries as um, you know this kind of uh, um, a bit dated image now. I think mental image of of just you know rows of books and, and you know the quiet uh, quiet signs and and kind of these um, kind of static places, but um, more and more, and certainly in the case in Cranston, as we've seen in the pandemic, um, they're really finding new ways to reach out to members of the community. They're providing um, services well beyond simply access to, to books and, and movies and stuff like that. You know, the, the Cranston Library recently announced um, a program, for instance, to help uh, connect folks, you know, older folks particularly who aren't tech savvy um, and need an email address as part of the registration process for COVID-19 vaccines, they're offering a program to help those folks get connected and navigate the tools and, and set up their, their email and get familiar with it. So it's things like that. You know, we've seen a lot of virtual kids programming and other, um, other ways uh, that uh, the library is connecting, uh, connecting with people and connecting people to one another remotely. And of course, I'd be remiss if I didn't, uh, uh, during the, the election season, as some folks will remember, the library was really gracious and uh, partnered with us at the Herald for some candidate debates and forums that uh, were really successful despite the circumstances. So, um, you know, the Cranston Public Library is, uh, to me, at the risk of editorializing, really well deserving of this uh, honor and uh, has really... Um, particularly in the last few years, as the Library Journal story, um, you know, outlines, really done some innovative and, and great things. So kudos to director, Library Director Ed Garcia and his staff for the, for the honor. Now, um, there were a number of folks on hand for the event this morning, including Ed, members of his staff. Um, Mayor Ken Hopkins was there. Former Mayor Alan Fung was there. He was prominently featured in the Library Journal piece um, and of course was, was mayor uh, during uh, a lot of the time that they focused on with this award. Um, also representatives of uh, uh, the library board in Cranston, I believe the State Library Association and uh, 
from Library Journal, there were folks as well. But um, I thought it would be noteworthy and, uh, and worthwhile to share some audio from the other featured uh, speaker and dignitary at the event. That was U.S. Senator Jack Reed, who, of course, is uh, very well known to Rhode Islanders, has been representing the state for many years in Congress, um, and is a Cranston guy. He, uh, he spoke, uh, shared some anecdotes, um, you know, to talk about his experience as a, uh, a young man going to the Auburn Library. Uh, it was in a different location at that time, but I, I, uh, I too remember very fondly going to that library as a, uh, as a kid. So um, he spoke a bit about that. Um, and he also got into uh, um, a piece of legislation that he's introduced along with uh, a few co-sponsors. It's called the Build America's Library Act. Long story short, it would provide uh, $5 billion for library repair, modernization, construction across the country, with a particular focus on reaching um, underserved uh, communities, um, you know, marginalized and underserved communities that, uh, that may not have um, the kind of access to libraries and their resources and services that, uh, that other more um, uh, privileged and, you know, resource uh, resource-rich communities might have. So um, the senator talked a bit about that legislation, um, what it would do, um, some of the other co-sponsors. According to some information that was provided uh, this morning, uh, Senator Whitehouse, uh, Senator Reed's colleague from Rhode Island, uh, also Senator Bernie Sanders of Vermont, and Senator Ron Wyden of Oregon are listed as the uh, the original co-sponsors of this legislation. So we'll, we'll certainly be watching that. And I know the, the senator... Uh, spoke about um, the Cranston Public Library's work uh, in this uh, um, uh, to, to do what the bill, this bill seeks to do to kind of reach out to um, sections of the community that aren't, uh, that have historically been underserved or, or not connected as much with libraries and their, their services. Um, so that was uh, brought it home a little bit there as well. So uh, I apologize, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, give the caveat, I apologize, this audio is a little, uh, um, you, you'll hear some uh, chairs moving and papers rustling at times uh, because it's just recorded from the room. Um, but uh, I thought it was pretty clean and uh, thought it was worth sharing um, just to give folks some uh, insight. And the full ceremony as well, I would, uh, I would say, is uh, streaming on the... It was, it was done by a, via Facebook Live to, uh, uh, for folks who weren't in the room to watch. They kept the crowd pretty small because of the... Uh, the uh, public health restrictions, but uh, head to the Cranston Public Library's Facebook page and you can watch the full um, program from this morning. Um, I'll keep it pretty short from there. Uh, in a, a, just to tease a couple of uh, hopefully upcoming uh, conversations we'll be bringing you. I'm working to schedule a time with uh, uh, Ward 1 Cranston City Councilwoman Lamas Fargus, who uh, um, is long overdue to be a guest on this podcast. That's uh, that's on me. I've been remiss in making that connection, but I'm excited that uh, she's expressed a, a willingness to, to, to come on with us. So uh, I'm hoping to speak with her soon in the next week or two, and, um, and uh, we'll have more coming your way as well. So keep, uh, keep an ear out for that. But uh, with that, um, stay safe out there in this cold and snow and uh, have a great week. We'll head now to uh, the remarks from this morning from U.S. Senator Jack Reed. Thank you.
But for a lot of Rhode Islanders and a lot of Americans, it's not there. And the libraries are what makes the difference. So this is a, a, a time where the libraries are even more crucial for our communities. Now, and I know Ed and the staff are working, getting grants from here and efforts from here. Um, and they've been assisted by Karen Mello, who's our great state library director. Thanks, Karen, for what you do. And one of their impediments, not just in Cranston, but across the state, has been infrastructure. Libraries are out of date. They were built 200 years ago. They just don't function any longer. And so that's why I introduced the Build America's Library Act. Uh, my legislation would provide $5 billion uh, over three years to help build and modernize libraries across the country. And it includes addressing the concerns of COVID-19, things that we really weren't thinking about. The, the HVAC system was important, et cetera, but now we realize how critical it is to have a system that functions effectively. That's just one example. And we want to be able also to allow the libraries to serve more of our population, and as Ed pointed out, a more diverse population. And that requires being there, not just one location in the city and hope people make it, it's being in those communities. And these federal funds could be utilized to help build new libraries, renovate and modernize facilities to better meet the evolving needs that I've already talked about. Public libraries are a common good. They're a critical component of America's education network, connecting people to information, technology, and opportunities for advancement. They've always been that. And now we need them so much, I think, more than even in the past. And they provide so many services, uh, serving children, seniors, job seekers, as I mentioned. And we have to go ahead and provide better support. And this infrastructure support is critical to that. Now, we're going to get through this pandemic. And when we do get through this pandemic, we're going to find we have different demands. And guess what? The libraries are perfectly positioned to help us with those demands. Many jobs aren't coming back. You know, virtual uh, meetings, I don't have to tell anyone in this room, have, uh, they're not going away. Uh, having access to uh, uh, information instantaneously and all of that. Libraries will play the role of helping to instruct people about new jobs, new techniques, and, and new technology. And so uh, this is not about the past, this is also about the future. Now, I will be continuing to work at the federal level to make sure this is done. We've got some great support. Senator Wyden, Chairman of the Finance Committee, is one of the co-sponsors. So we're looking to seize the moment uh, in every community that benefits from a public library. We're looking to build allies. We're looking to support uh, this legislation and rebuild our library structure. And uh, just like... Uh, Jerry Klein did and continues to do with uh, financial awards like this. We're investing in the future of America. Thanks, Ed. A well-deserved award. Thank you.
Radio Beacon is a production of Beacon Communications, publisher of the Warwick Beacon, Cranston Herald, Johnston Sunrise, and Coventry Reminder newspapers. Find us online at warwickonline.com, cranstononline.com, johnstonsunrise.net. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RhodeyBeat, R-H-O-D-Y-B-E-A-T. This podcast is hosted by Anchor Podcasts. Subscribe today on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or other podcast platforms.